everyone! Welcome back to Mini Econ Talk. I am Angela, and I am Rodrigo. And today we're going to talk about Theranos, which is a company that recently reappeared because the founder and CEO went recently to trial. So today we just wanted to recap everything that happened with this story. So Angela, would you like to start? Yeah, sure. Our structure today will be: we'll first go through the context, then we'll go to the product of Theranos, and then moving on to getting investors, and then also the fall of Theranos, and then we'll finish off with discussing some of our own views. So, firstly, I'll go through the context of Theranos. So, firstly, what is Theranos? So Theranos was an American privately held corporation that claimed they devised accurate blood tests that required very small amounts of blood and could be performed rapidly. And the central figure of Theranos is Elizabeth Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes is the founder of Theranos. She founded Theranos when she was 19 in 2003. While studying at Stanford University, she had an idea of developing a wearable patch that could adjust the dosage of drug delivery and notify doctors of variables in patients' blood. Thus, she dropped out of Stanford and used her parents' education trust to establish Theranos. One of the very interesting facts about Holmes was that she was an admirer of Steve Jobs and wanted to become the next female Steve Jobs. Not considering her fraud,、um, Holmes is exceptional with her convincing skills in recruiting chemical engineering professors at Stanford, former U.S. Senator, Secretary of State, even having vice presidents at the time Joe Biden visiting her made-up lab. Her entrepreneurial skills are really quite incredible in this sense. Now, Rodrigo, do you want to elaborate more on the product of Theranos? Yep. Well, basically. Um, as, as Angela just said, the first idea of the product was this kind of patch capable of measuring the blood and delivering the adequate dose of different drugs for the patient. But after about a year of convincing of convincing different investors and raising around six million dollars, her product had already changed to what you, Angela, already described as well, which were this blood tests. And the main idea was that you could get a complete blood analysis with just a drop of blood, and receive the results online in just a few hours. And obviously, this seemed like the future compared to the traditional method, especially in that moment. And well, here you need to take into account that we are speaking about ten years ago. So this kind of、um, method, you know, newly made method, was actually.、Um, Really attractive for investors. So, well, now Angela, you can speak about how she got、um, this, all of these investors, right? Yeah. So she's actually quite incredible in getting investors. So she actually came up with a、um, so-called lie、um, about this product, so she can get investors, which kind of、um, reflects a famous line out out of the Silicon Valley, which is "fake it till you make it." However,、um, she didn't end up actually developing this product, so so it did end up with a lie. So though the tech was、um, unable to complete the desired blood test, Holmes was particularly confident in selling her employees on the dream of radically improving healthcare. 
Holmes announced at the 2011 Theranos Christmas party, "The Mini Lab is the most important thing humanity has ever built. If you don't believe this is the case, you should leave now." So this extreme optimism is similar to that of Steve Jobs, and ultimately、um, shaped this success, well, faked success of this company. So furthermore, in the medical field, it is fast developing, and it is very difficult to understand details if you are not a specialist. Thus, combined with Holmes' confidence, she fooled U.S. pharmacy chain Walgreens in partnering with Theranos. Rupert Murdoch's in investing 120 million, and Henry Kissinger in sitting on the board of, of the tech company. Former U.S. Treasury Secretary backed her up too, so she is pretty incredible in this sense. However, the product is definitely a lie, which ultimately ended up、um, with the fall of Theranos. So now Rodrigo will explain more about the fall of Theranos. Right. This is a very important part of the whole story, and is how Theranos was already starting starting to.、Um, Fall in the inside while it was actually looking pretty good from the outside. And the first thing is that shady things were already happening in the company, right? For instance, Elizabeth continuously fired employees who doubted her authority. And there was one important person called Ian Gibbons, who will, who, well, who was a main scientist of the company, while、well, he held the title of a main scientist of the company. And In that moment, he had already realized that the technology didn't work as intended, and basically this means that the analyses were normally incorrect, and they were delivering this incorrect analysis to the patients. And well, he actually realized this before the whole scandal. However, all of his attempts to improve the technology were stopped by the direction of the company, and especially by Elizabeth. But despite all of this, he kept working at the company in hopes of trying to make this technology actually work. Because at the end of the day, the idea of this technology was actually pretty good, so he wanted to、um, actually develop this technology. But he, well, he couldn't, right? And this person, Ian Gibbons, is actually important because it shows what this kind of things,、um, this kind of work environment,、um, this whole idea of keeping secrets. Can lead to、um, basically in 2013, Theranos received a demand due to a, pa- a patent where Elizabeth wrote the name of Gibbons as a co-inventor of the patent. So Gibbons was called to go to trial.、Um, now he knew that if he told the truth,、uh, which was that the technology wasn't working and they were delivering this false analysis to the patients,、uh, he would probably get fired at the age of six to seven. With basically no opportunity of finding a job, but if he lied, then he knew that the patients would keep using Theranos technology and would be exposed to more incorrect analysis, right? And as he couldn't really deal with all of this pressure, the night before testifying, he committed suicide with an overdose of medicine. And well, this story of Actually,、um, Ian Gibbons makes you think about this company a bit, a bit more differently than you would if you just knew the the normal story, right? Now, how was the lie actually uncovered? 
In 2015, the journalist John Carrera felt that something wasn't going well in the company. He started to research employees who were fired and the trajectory of Elizabeth. And by around October of the same year, he uncovered everything. In reality, what was happening behind the curtain was that Theranos secretly used conventional machines rather than their groundbreaking technology. Quote unquote groundbreaking technology. And well, John published this report in the Wall Street Journal, which was followed by an FDA investigation, and it turned out everything he had written in his report uh, was correct, right? In fact, Carrero even wrote a book called Bad Blood about the whole story of Elizabeth Holmes. And well, the story continues up to more or less um, today, and well, what, what we want to know now is what will happen with Elizabeth Holmes and what is happening. So, um, Angela, can you please tell us that? Yeah, sure. Just one adding on to what Rodrigo said. There is actually um, a film coming up about Elizabeth Holmes and Theranos. So, yeah, it is um, quite a incredible scandal um, in the Silicon Valley. So, what has actually happened to Elizabeth Holmes? the trial. So in March 2018, the US Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, charged Elizabeth and her former boyfriend Ramesh Bowini with committing years-long fraud. Holmes reached a settlement with the SEC which required her to pay 500,000 and forfeit 19 million shares of the company's stock and to be barred from having a leadership position in any public company for 10 years. While her boyfriend didn't set, uh, her former boyfriend didn't settle with the SEC. So again, in June 2018, they were indicted on multiple counts of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud. So the jury selection for the trial was to begin on the 28th of July, 2020, and the trial on August uh, in August 2020. However, because of the COVID pandemic and Elizabeth getting pregnant, this resulted in the rescheduling to August 31st of 2021. Holmes was convicted of defrauding investors and not guilty of defrauding patients in January 2022, which is just like a month ago. So now we'll be discussing some of our kind of uh, views on this whole affair and um, yeah, our, just our, our views. So I'll go first. So I think um, the downfall of Theranos is ine- inevitable because um, of the inability to build such proposed machine and also because of um, Elizabeth lying to both patients and investors um, about about this her machine. I think Holmes is definitely responsible for such downfall. But that said, her ability to persuade investors should be recognized, where at the age of 19, she is able to start a business and actually persuade those um, really um, experienced investors in, in actually believing in this whole lie. So I think she has some sort of talent in running businesses yet this talent is wrongly used. So, Rodrigo, what do you think? Yeah, I pretty much think the same, and 
it is if Elizabeth would have started a company with a different product that actually worked probably everything would have gone um, extremely well a lot better actually and probably she would be a lot better in this moment if she would have started a company within with an actually working product and another thing that I thought it was interesting was that she was convicted of defrauding, defrauding investors and not guilty of defrauding patients right and this is really interesting because obviously she defrauded investors but the patients um, you can't you can't actually tell right because um, every, everyone thought that the analysis were wrong but at the end of the day like you can't really prove as a patient that they gave you a wrong analysis so at the end of the day in the trail nobody could prove that they were defrauding patients even though the machines didn't work at all so that part i think it's really interesting how it all ended up in the trial yeah definitely because um from the um, evidence of the trial i think elizabeth did truly believe that um, her machine is actually helping patients so that's why um, she wasn't convicted of um, defrauding patients. Um, but yeah, um, I think she did start um, with a good intention of actually developing something um, she uh, that's going to help the health system in the US and actually help everyone. But um, the inability to establish such machine and um, her i guess success um, continuous success um before the machine was actually built kind of led her to this wrong path where she couldn't couldn't admit um the 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 machine wasn't actually um, doing what it's supposed to do and yeah so i think yeah her abilities are definitely wrongly used but um, her abilities are pretty incredible Yes, sir. Um, Rodrigo, do you have anything else to add? Not really anything else to add. Um, just you know, a a really good a really good story to kind of see what could lead to if you start a company without having a good product, right? A, a company based just in lies. So, yep. Um, that, that's really what what I will get out of all this story. Yeah, definitely. Firstly, definitely don't lie. Um, and secondly, like a company with purely marketing skills and no product isn't going to last long from this um, Theranos story here. So we would really encourage everyone to learn from um, her experience and the um, entire fall of Theranos. So I think this concludes our episode um, for Mini Econ Talk today. Um, hopefully everyone enjoy the story of Theranos and learn something from this this story. So yeah, so thanks everyone for listening and please subscribe and like our podcast. So see you next episode. Bye.